Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my long lost co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. Where am I? You were in Chicago forever. It felt like a really long time. It felt like a month. Yeah, it was 10 days. We've never like, I don't, we've only ever gone, I think a month without seeing each other was the longest when you're on tour. Yeah, maybe, maybe longer. Really? When we do America, it's like two months. That's right. Or six We've only done that once. Twice, once, twice since we started. Yeah. It's It's strange. Time had no meaning while you were gone. For me too. Weird. Yeah. We see each other. Usually this is a Saturday afternoon. We're here with our lovely guest. Carla Ma. She's here. She's a comedian. She's a really good improviser. She does great sketches. Um, <laughs> just good, good sketches. Um, Carla, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank Thanks you. for driving in, uh, commuting oh, in drive. from the uh, <laughs> suburbs. <laughs> I didn't realize that you had to come so far today. Yeah. Oh, all good. This is what I do on the regular. <laughs> <laughs> do you work in town? Mm, yeah, I work oh, okay. in town. So it's a daily thing. Mm-hmm, and every yeah. day do you take the the public transit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. How do you feel about people with knapsacks on public transit? Within reason. I mean, <laughs> I, if it's tiny enough, go ahead if it's not busy. But, you know, put it put it down because otherwise you're just thwacking everybody or like making a blockade for it. For yeah. people to exit and come on, I say only those tiny little see-through '90s backpacks are allowed, <laughs> where you can see like everyone's tampons and oh, lip glosses. That's and stuff. cool. Yeah, it's a cool look. Mm-hmm. Very like clueless era. Yeah, definitely. I remember the clear tote and the clear knapsack, the, like phase. clear those little boxes that were like makeup boxes with oh, the, like little yeah. metal edges that yep. you like carry with a little handle. Post caboodle. Yeah. I almost bought a caboodle the other day just for nostalgia's sake. Really? Yeah, I had a pink one growing up and it's so handy. I wish I kind of kept it, Mm -hmm. Um, but I never did. I kept it. I had a few. I had one that was like Barbie branded. Whoa. It's pretty great. Did you have a caboodle, Carla? No caboodle. No caboodle for pencil. Lots of pencil cases. Trapper keeper. (laughs) (laughs) I had a lot of pencil cases too. I still do. I have a good uh, Pink Panther one still. Nice. Yeah. And I have a really nice makeup bag Katie Ellen Humphreys gave me, which is see-through but green Ooh. with hot dogs all over it. Whoa. It's so nice. It takes <laughs> such good care of it. That sounds great. I'll be buried in it. I want my ashes. I know. <laughs> I'll be just my ashes and so much bronzer. Okay, I'm going to hold you to this. I don't want to be buried. Yeah. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. I, that I, all creepy. people will come back. Like I mean, I won't learn my lessons they'll here. Come back like through either like pet cemetery means or just erosion. <laughs> like, oh no! <laughs> like that'll definitely. Am happen. I skinny enough now, <laughs> Daddy? <laughs> dad doesn't care if I'm skinny or fat. No, it's no like, he thinks I'm beautiful. No, it's not that kind of daddy. Oh, that kind of daddy. <laughs> I am ready for that kind of daddy. Daddy, daddy, like daddy. The best part about this work trip is I got to be with one of my favorite co-workers who let me call him daddy the whole trip what and he he liked it and he responded with like honey like it was it was nice wow do not tell HR uh yeah no it's not that kind of company like they're <laughs> fine with it okay I, are they hiring <laughs> um maybe I told like we had a company dinner <laughs> where I uh, I don't know why I just decided to tell everyone about the gay hanky code because like a lot of them are kind of straight green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like don't know about stuff. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's great. And I was telling everyone about it. And like my boss's boss was getting really into it. And he was like, so like if you're doing golden showers, like do you do that on the first date or like do you just like, yeah, that's pee a good on question. Someone? Or do you just like pee around them to get them used to it? And I was like, 
And I was like, like when you go into the pool and you just splash, you splash your chest first, you don't yeah. have a heart attack. So you get like, a, <laughs> like accustomed to it. Okay. Um, or just like an animal marking its territory. I don't know. But then the next day I was like, do you remember what we were talking about last night? And he was like, yeah, peeing. <laughs> I was like, okay, just checking. <laughs> wow, that's great. Is yeah. a hanky coat in full, still in full effect? I thought it was something that when uh, gentlemen were not out of the closet, where it would help meet partners for the evening or yeah so, well or maybe w- life i think it was like a a cruising technique but yeah. i'm sure i'm sure a lot of people still do it either for like necessity's sake or what nostalgia's. would your hanky be be dough colored um well i know all of them like there used to be a website called gaycityusa.com oh, wow. and on my very first smartphone i would always have a tab open to gay city <laughs> usa and because it's color coded and it shows like what it means if it's in the right pocket or the left pocket oh, wow and so there's all these amazing things like uh if it's white with multicolored dots it's either you're hosting an orgy or looking for an orgy Whoa. there's so many there's i want like, that handkerchief just to wear though no it, it sounds, sounds nice beautiful. there's one that's like brown lace there's ones that a that's, brown lace hanky yeah that sounds hard to come by exactly it sounds hard to use but also <laughs> it's, it's not for use it's oh. actually Fun fact, friend of the podcast, Josiah Hughes's podcast, Blink 155, which is all about Blink 182, they have branded cum rags now as merch that are beautiful. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Josiah. <laughs> what is going on over there? I'll look into that. <laughs> They're quite beautiful, though. They're sort of like lacy, floral, and then they just mm. say dude ranch on it because they have the theory that like dude ranch means cum. That's the oh. name of one of Blink 182's albums. Barf, that's right. Um, but I don't listen to the podcast because I don't know who Blink 182 is, but everyone says I don't need to. It's hilarious. It is mm. very funny. But I just imagine that would mean, like, if you carry that around in your back pocket, it means, like, you listen. Or- I am pretty fascinated with Josiah and his yeah. wife. They're they are, like, Houston making some right really Ooh. interesting Instagram posts. They're very funny people. They're, They're really living their life to the fullest, where really? I am not. Yeah. <laughs> He's living. really dedicated just to irony and all So let's forms. go back. Okay, Carla, what would your hanky be a symbol of? Oh, boy. Hanky, hanky symbol. My hanky... <laughs> would have a cute little dumpling on it, oh. and it would mean I'm ready to find a party who's ready to eat dim sum. Oh, wow. I talked so much about dim sum this week. I love it. What, what if you just like had a dumpling in your back pocket? I, yeah, just steaming right out of my back pocket. <laughs> just like making it moist. <laughs> like a smoke signal. Dim sum has SOS. to be one of the best foods in the world. Right? Oh. It's the best. There's No one dislikes dim sum. Mm-mm. Well, I don't know. Vegetarians. I think yeah. There's well, veggie options. All, yeah, but not uh, a ton. But you could just eat so many shrimp pockets. Yeah, but that's the thing is like there's only so many shrimp dishes you want to eat in one okay. meal. You're right. You're right there. <laughs> but I mean, I would love like if they made like a vegan or that's a vegetarian. Mm. I mean, I just wind up eating the desserts. That's what I like. Mm, yeah. I like the sort of taro. There's no gluten free options. So I'm thinking of like, there's only like two or three dumplings I can eat. Mm. But before I found out I was allergic to gluten every Sunday. Really? Oh, so good. How was Sunday evening for you? <laughs> At that time, like I didn't really like I always just felt terrible. So yeah. it was fine. So you didn't. It, every you meal had gluten in thought, it. Yeah. It's the MSG. 
No. No? I don't think MSG affects me. No. <gasps> also, MSG is delicious. Yeah, so yeah. good. So good. Apparently, like, only North Americans think that they react to it. No one else yeah. in the world has it this was, theory. It was like a big hoax where it was all just, like, sort of psychosomatic. And there's still restaurants that say, like, no, no MSG. MSG. Yeah. And it's like, well, you're missing out on, like, a flavor sensation. It's so, so good. Yeah. It enhances the flavor. Makes it fuller. Yeah. It's just like salt. It just mm-hmm. opens your taste buds more. We get calls at work because our products have nutritional yeast in them. Oh, also pe- delicious mm-hmm. so good on popcorn Any mm. yeah. anywhere salad I love it mm. yeah mashed potatoes Ooh. Um, <laughs> so and people get really upset and they're like you know somebody once said it's MSG's ugly sister Whoa, or something like that I was like rude. it's not I'm like it has similar she's anyways yeah. <laughs> don't try to explain science to people who I don't know we get a lot of complaints like that I listened there was recently a radio lab episode, maybe radio lab. No, this American life about the sort of MSG myth and where it got started oh, and cool. like what it was based in. Cause it, there was like a letter written in a medical journal about it. And then some people were claiming that they wrote it even though they didn't. And yeah, Weird. it's like this very, it's very interesting. I recommend it. Uh, check so it out. Dim sum. Hanky, Jessica. Well, I'd have the orgy one, I think. For an orgy? But just like for a hangout. Okay, no, I'd have (laughs) my hanky would be just probably like a crystal sticking out of (laughs) my pocket with maybe just like a remote control because I'm just like, I just want to watch TV. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I just want to watch Star Trek and Riverdale, basically. Orgy reminded me of this one memory. Just flash, uh, just flooded back in my mind. I was a kid, maybe 10, 11, so young. And I was just walking around my neighborhood but I remember like one of our neighbors that lived way down the street from us hosted, I believe, what was an orgy. Was and it there in was, Nanaimo? Yeah, in Nanaimo. Oh, I don't put it past. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, there were a bunch of adults walking around naked in the upstairs living room with their huge glass windows. And I've, I couldn't satanic. believe I was seeing it. it. There was a whole snack section, I believe, in one area. <laughs> Wow. Uh, yeah, but we're, I think everything was happening mostly downstairs because they were just meandering about upstairs. They could have just been nudists. I don't know. Yeah. And then I, eventually they moved away. But that was the wildest, one of the wildest things I've seen as a young child. I love yeah, that no our podca- through our podcast, you are unearthing these deep-seated memories. <laughs> yeah, they're horrible. That's, I yeah, if you need to talk to someone after that, <laughs> uh, Jay's brother is a therapist. Oh, um, <laughs> no, he's actually going to become a yoga teacher though so i'm very excited about that that's cool yeah we're like supposed to have family dinner tomorrow and it's like no he's doing yoga teacher training oh it's It's, nice to get out of family dinners it's i mean no i like this family though anyway yeah i guess like probably just like a ball of dough but i wouldn't want to like have that in my back pocket it's a hanky with a picture of a ball of dough dough (laughs) no but i would just like want dough okay but i guess it means like give me dough but i honestly People know that I love dough so much now that they're always like giving it to me. I had to stop from getting dough because I was going to bring you pizza dough from Whole Foods. I just would eat it raw. Yeah, because I was thinking, oh, it'd be nice tomorrow morning. She wakes up and then she makes like a little cheese bread out of it and cracks an egg. Sounds good. But I remember you saying, please don't buy me dough. Yeah. So I, I didn't. can't control myself around it. Yeah. That's how I feel around seaweed snacks. Ooh, <gasps> so good. They're so good. There's only so many in a packet. Yeah. I know. And then somebody wants to share. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> they're so good. There are three, and they're all for me. <laughs> I would get so like nice. the big pack that's like eight different ones, and then I wind up like 
opening them all at once and i feel guilty because it's like a pile of just like plastic yeah, so garbage plastic. yeah they're like triple why. wrapped i don't know why is it does it keep it crisper Probably. do you guys ever just know. buy the wraps and then put like brown rice and avocado in there oh that sounds oh, good yeah that does sound good like oh, a good. cone or like yeah but you just make it at home with like brown rice and like avocado good. and like some brags oh, oh, really good. <laughs> it's addicted to that and then that little pepper from the japanese um, the udon pepper that's like orange oh, peel yeah. orange peel yeah 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 it's really good that um you can get at fujia you can get just like a, a plastic bin with like loose seaweed um strips in it Whoa. so they're not like pre-wrapped but then i like wind up eating the whole bin so good on <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> really oh and this i think they're like teriyaki flavored it's really either good. really good or bad information for me yeah so this is the podcast where we talk exclusively about food now. <laughs> <laughs> i'm okay with that yeah i'm always I'm, hungry i'm fine with it too i've got a cinnamon bun waiting for me after this so let's hurry it up yeah so carla do you have a retail nightmare for us Retail nightmare. Oh, yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> As previously mentioned, um, I am originally from Nanaimo. Uh, not to be mistaken by the SkyTrain stop, because some people actually think that when I tell <laughs> them. Yeah. The street in Vancouver. Nanaimo. Oh, I'm from Nanaimo Street. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm from Fraser Street. <laughs> I'm from Burnaby Street, which yes. is actually in the West End. That's right. Which is weird. Oh. No, I'm from Burnaby. Wild. I'm from <laughs> Quebec Street. So Nanaimo is on Vancouver Island. Mm -hmm. It's like the cooler, hippier place than Victoria. No, it's my, I don't know if it's cooler. <laughs> I just think I know cooler people more, from there. Okay. It's where, uh, I don't see it as that like that at all. I see it as more like the working class, Hell's Angel headquarters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hell's Angel headquarters for sure. I have another story about that. That's <laughs> where uh, superstar guest Loren Smith up right so i just associate it with there's cool a reason she why she moved though yeah but she likes it there okay i mean i i like it there i like playing shows there yeah, yeah. A, so but it's carla you could decide <laughs> we don't get to decide what your ho no. hometown is yeah i guess it's a it's an interesting mix uh there's uh it's a, a city full i feel like there's uh, artists and hippies and i don't know some pretty Fun cowboy e people. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> people. I, I, there's all walks of life. It's a, a, a perfect melange of people. It's a wide variety. <laughs> so you get a lot of weirdos coming out from Nanaimo. Um, What's yeah. that delicious snack that with like? Is it bits and bolts? Oh, it's like know. the cheese stick, the shreddies, the Cheerio. It's all really salty. That's what Nanaimo is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a little like bit the, of everything. A bit, a of, bit of, everything. of everything. It's a chip yeah. salad. Mm. A chip salad. Oh. I'll give you my recipe later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Back in Nanaimo, uh, as a young kid, one of my first jobs uh, at 15, I worked at Bevan Park Arena. Uh, the rec center in the concession for hockey games. Oh, uh, yeah, oh. for the local hockey uh, team, the Nanaimo Clippers. <laughs> and it was a wild time. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, oh, gosh. <laughs> I had an interesting boss. Uh, he was fun, um, very supportive of all of us young, mostly women. I don't know why that was. Mm. We work harder than men. <laughs> and we were all up in there just uh yeah selling all the snacks and beverages i was 
there to help with prep. So I came there early and I chopped tomatoes and onions, so many onions with a mandolin. One of, one of oh, those, yeah. yeah. A little slicer. And it was so intense that I actually built an immunity to <gasps> onions. <laughs> so you don't cry when you slice them? No, yeah. Whoa. Like I suffer from severe dry eye now. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm, I don't know if it has anything to do with that. And probably has to do more with the fact that I don't drink enough water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I would do that. And I would help lug up all the stuff to the second floor because there was a yeah bo- main bottom concession, and then at the top there was um, oh my gosh, why am I losing like uh, where you would serve it's alcohol? The, it's where the, the bar, the bar. Was. <laughs> yeah, the it's bar. where the, the, the spotted the, handkerchief was. It's the, the, the snack, bar, the spotted snack buffet for the orgy, <laughs> the hockey orgy, exactly, <laughs> pretty much. Okay, uh-huh. you're repressing it. Yeah. It's natural. <laughs> So I lug up everything, including like really heavy um, kegs, not kegs, but like stacks of like flats of beer, flats of beer. And and oh, also we served. Wow, it's coming back to me. We also (laughs) served ice cream upstairs. We would dip like ice cream bars in three different flavors, chocolate, vanilla and strawberry. Oh, whoa. So we had we had to like heat that up and get that going lots of liquid cheese for nachos mm. um yeah but my main job that everybody knew me like first and foremost was being the popcorn girl oh yeah i w- took care of the popcorn machine station that was situated outside the liquor area why am i forgetting the name actual bar, bar? <laughs> liquor area <laughs> it's a liquor area you know and it was right beside the women's washroom and I was there alone. Everybody had a partner. Everybody had support. I was there all by my lonesome to deal with the intensity of drunk customers and children who were dropped off at the hockey arena to be left with me. Because at the same time, I was also a built-in babysitter. Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, that's so intense for a fifteen-year-old. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. I was not good at multitasking so much, at like you know starting out handling all the money and uh, and aggressive customers. <laughs> Over popcorn? <laughs> yeah. Well, just well, like drunk people well, yeah. at a game. Yeah, drunk people at a hockey game. Brutal. In an IMO. <laughs> yeah, dangerous. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's another layer. Rowdy bunch. Yeah, rowdy bunch. But good good crowd, you know. They were very supportive of our home team. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it was fun, too. But the kids there, they were so interesting. <laughs> I just, you know, they each had their own little personalities. But I mainly remember two of them. But there was a group of them that would always come regularly. They would always come upstairs. There was Drummer Boy. <laughs> uh, Drummer Boy was great. And then there was also... Cute punk girl. Oh, yeah. Why would why were they? Why was he drummer boy? Oh yeah, he had his own little drum, and then he would just <laughs> pound away at it at the game. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, so he's, he's literally a little drummer boy. <laughs> How old is he? I think at that time they were both around nine, ten, around that. Okay. Yeah. And then cute punk girl. Yeah, cute punk girl. She had like an edgy haircut. She had like piercings already. I think she even had tattoos. <gasps> At like nine. She, or, I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Like that's how cool she was. That is like, so cool. I, I don't know. Like In the her parents kind of like, yeah, she seemed awful cool. But they got up to a lot of trouble because they would 
mess around with my stuff while I was dealing with customers. Oh, like, because I had a whole uh, cooler full of like pops and stuff, and they would throw around ice and push each other around into my my car. <laughs> and it's on wheels. <laughs> oh shit. But wow. I mean, it was fine, you know, like I really enjoyed their company and you know <laughs> <laughs> you did not. <laughs> I, I I felt for them a little bit cuz at the same point too I I didn't know where their parents were. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think they were at the game. I think they just got dropped off every time. Shit. Yeah. So wow. I felt maybe they're in the liquor area. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, maybe. I, they sound like they might be in the liquor area. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I really want to like cross reference this story with Loren and see if she knows those she, kids. If she was cool punk girl. <laughs> I feel like Carla would remember a six foot tall nine year old. But she probably wasn't six feet tall when she was nine. She's very tall. Yeah. And she does have some tattoos that she got when she was like a young teen. I, I know that. Really? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, that sounds like a terrible job. Yeah. How long did you work it for? Mm. Was it just the summer or no, weekends? I, or? I think it was for t- two seasons. Yeah, it must have been two yeah, two seasons for sure because then uh I moved away to go to college. So, yeah, yeah, for two hockey seasons. And I feel like hockey seasons last longer than like any other sport. I know, it's like six months. Unending. Uh Feels like it starts in September and ends in June. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. They're long. It was fun. (laughs) You know, listening to the music, uh, like Lost of Thunderstruck. Oh, yeah. I even became accustomed to like, uh, what's that Nickelback song? Um, oh, Saturday Day, It's All Right, or whatever. <laughs> I oh, actually wow. don't know, but I mean, I want to. It's like the only Nickelback song that I can like, you know, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's Saturday night. All right, everybody. <laughs> the party <laughs> and the, anthem. The organ player. Now, the whole time you're telling your story, I try to concentrate, but I'm also wondering, did you have a favorite snack that you would make for yourself? Yeah. When you were there? Oh, yeah, that's the nice thing about this job was that I could eat for free. <laughs> nice. And I got to make my own tips, which was really awesome. They had they had me a little tip jar. Um, <laughs> but I was, uh, at the time, very into the Smokies. Yum. Yeah. They were $3, I think. So you're really like turning a profit. Mm-hmm. I really made the most of this free food. <laughs> I would have too if I was a growing teenager. Oh my god! Yeah. There's always popcorn. I would still yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Um, would you smell like popcorn when you'd get home? From oh, work? oh, big time! Yeah. You'd have to probably yeah. shower and like wash like, all of your clothes, right? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, back then, I was more of a nighttime shower because of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, we had cute little aprons, and um, my boss's wife had them all embroidered with her. Is wow. that she gave me a fancy C, so a lot of my customers thought my name was Erla. <laughs> <laughs> Erla. I love that. Erla Ma. Erla. Wow. It sounds so fancy. Erla. It's just like the female version of Earl. Uh, fun fact, those pillows that you're sitting on are from Earl's. Like that one on the end. If oh, you look no at way. the bottom. Erla, meet your pillows. Wow. <laughs> This is amazing. <laughs> Just those two. <laughs> wow. I'm taking it in. Yeah, you're living in the lap of luxury right now. I really am. Oh, wow, man. 
I feel like you really took us back to a, a time in your life mm-hmm. where you're just like out there. Like I imagine you had no place to like hide if you were the only person on popcorn. Oh yeah, no place to hide, no breaks either. I was there the entire time. Wow. How long was but, your I mean, shift? It, I mean, it's not too bad. It's like a couple. Well, no, it's longer because I would have to come. And do prep. Right after, like a lot of times right after school, yeah, do prep and then be there for cleanup. All, Hockey yeah, games so are like three hours, aren't they? They can be. They can yeah. be pretty long. So I was there for quite a while from like maybe four till ten or later. Jesus. That's a long time with yeah. no break. Well, I guess like my break would be before and after the game. <laughs> but <laughs> if I need to pee, good luck. Good luck. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, good thing that I was right next to the women's washroom. But it never was an issue. But just having it there was Because uh, you don't drink enough water. Exactly. <laughs> so. I'm always in a state of dehydration, you know? And that is probably one of the reasons why. Yeah. I don't want to pee my pants. <laughs> I feel like that you like train your body around that age like permanently. Mm-hmm. But you also would I never think, drink water. Yeah, I've only just really gotten into in the past 10 or yeah, years. Same. Mm-hmm. I only Never just drank got a into glass it of water when I started just living milk. with Jay. <laughs> and Jay's like looks like he's a teenager still and the secret is he just drinks so much water and he never goes out in the sun. Uh-huh. That's, wow, like that's really good. Magical. Those are two things I'm not willing to do. Um fine with that. <laughs> Jessica, do you have a retail nightmare? Well, let me tell you ladies. <laughs> I was just at a trade show oh, so boy. i feel like that in itself is what kind of trade show was it it's like a housewares like mainly like kitchen Why was and, it so long um well the actual show itself was only like three and a half days or four days okay but like i had to be there to set it up and to tear it down so i was there for a total of 10 days my boss was there for even longer she was there 11 days uh but so it was all in this giant convention center in Chicago, which is like one of the largest convention centers in America, I think. And it's actually the only one in all of North America where they're still allowed to use gas powered vehicles indoors. Oh, my God. So I don't know how this is legal, but it just telling the story is like bringing back the the sort of headache that I would get. That would be like sort of right behind my nose and eyes. And it would just feel like you'd sort of feel dizzy and doesn't feel good. At one point, they just drove a full-sized garbage truck <laughs> into the building. And I was just like, what is happening? Oh, my God. So there's, like, forklifts and cherry pickers and little carts zooming around everywhere. Uh, 99% with, like, men on it who are sort of crass and screaming. There was this one man who just kept singing. You're wearing a Led Zeppelin shirt. I, I realized he would just sing like one little snippet of a song for, of Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. Would it change? Never. Which song? It was just like, in a long time since I rock and roll. That. It was just like, hey, hey, mama, this is where you move. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna nope. make it. You wouldn't do that part? It would end with move. That's really weird. But it would just be over and over. That's Maybe Led Zeppelin, like right? Yeah. That's Led Zeppelin, yeah. And he thought he was so cool. Like he sounded, he sounded good. Like, okay. like if he were at karaoke and if he did the rest of the song, but it was just that snippet over and over, maybe like every five minutes for like eight hours. And he was up on the top of a cherry picker and you'd look up at him and I'd just give him the stink eye and he'd look down and be smiling all proud. <laughs> I was so upset. 
the men in the booth setting up next to us actually were listening to really good music and I wanted them to adopt me. I'm pretty sure they were all like older gay men and they were just listening to like the Pet Shop Boys <gasps> and so like New Order and Depeche Mode and Human League and stuff. And I was just like, take me with you. I belong <laughs> with you. Um, but yeah, it was very strange because people come from all over North America and the world. Like there are a ton of people there from from Asia exhibiting booths like manufacturing booths so like taking the shuttle home at the end of the day there would be like people all around you having these conversations and even though like they were from North America it would just feel like they were talking another language like there's this woman sitting behind me talking about her like religious book club and oh, she was wow. like we read a book a day and oh. I was just like, huh? And the guy, the guy talking <laughs> to her was like, oh, like, what sort of books do you read? And she was like, a lot of like religious historical fiction and like religious oh, romance boy. and like really. And I was just like, oh. And on top of doing the job that she does, which is like, I was like, what? How do you, I don't. I'm She's just, reading on the toilet. <laughs> She's gotta be. Oh. <laughs> That's not good for you. It's not no? good for your butthole. No, yeah, you stay there for too long. Yeah, you get. Oh. Uh, gotta focus on get what hemorrhoids. you're doing. From reading on the toilet? If you, I mean, like, if you're sitting on the New toilet. New reading for a, was dumb. Prolonged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anything else on the toilet is fine. Like, watching videos, totally fine. Just reading. It's, your brain concentrates too much and it pushes oh. your butt out. <laughs> to your buttholes yes everyone um <laughs> this is a retail nightmare <laughs> sponsored message by buttholes <laughs> buttholes um but my real nightmare was i was there the first day of the show i went to well i went to go see fleetwood mac which was not oh. a nightmare it was like a magical I'm so happy yeah i think went. i saw a tweet yeah said, should i buy a ticket to go to fleetwood yeah. mac by myself yeah, well, I thought and I was... voted yes. And then I saw that it was like 100% overwhelming yes. You know uh, who voted no? Aaron Gibbs. Erin Gibbs. How come? I think she doesn't like them. Okay. Um, <sighs> which like fair enough to okay, each yeah, her yeah, own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I did wind up going and I didn't go by myself. I went with one of my coworkers Aww. whose name is also Jessica and it was her birthday. <gasps> and it turns out she's like Fleetwood Mac super fan. Oh my god! Oh and I also went with someone who I'd never met before who's a fan of the podcast and a comedian named Pat who lives in Chicago who has been sending me like puppo photos for years. So nice. Um, In a little Facebook or Instagram group rather. Um, so he's the one who told me that Fleetwood Mac was playing and he was like, I don't know if you're interested. And I was like, I think I have to, like, it just felt like the stars had sort of aligned. But anyway, I was so excited to be there. I just had wine for dinner. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll have some fries. And then I think I maybe had two fries, but I just, I had four glasses of wine. So the next morning, it's a bit rough. Yeah. And it was the first day of the trade show. Um, so I had to be like dressed nicely, sort of not selling, but like present. And so I got there and it was before eight o'clock when I got there oh. and a security guard told me to smile <gasps> and I just wanted to shit on his face. <laughs> yeah. And he wasn't even, he wasn't even like an old creepy man. He was like probably my age or younger. And he's like, uh, what did he say? He was like, is there any possible way you could give me a smile? Barf. And I just like no, looked thanks. at him and I was like, no, <laughs> good. <laughs> I like wish I would have, you know, said more, but it's enough. 
Yeah. And the name of the security company was Armageddon Security, which just seemed hmm. weird. I don't see if they get the reference. Them. Yeah. <laughs> like Bruce Willis, yeah. Ben Affleck. I don't know. It's not right. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It was, a lot of stuff was very weird. And it was just a very surreal time. But um, yeah, going to see Fleetwood Mac was like really the cherry on top, though, of like a real shit sandwich. Oh boy! Yeah, trade um, shows are really tough. They're they're quite mm. strange because it's all such smoke and mirrors. It's like the fakest thing in the world because everyone goes in and sets up these like beautiful booths that look like a showroom. They look mm. like this like beautiful thing that's not supposed to have any flaws. And then like the second everyone's out of there, they start like tearing it down, and it's just like piles of trash everywhere. So much oh, garbage. Yeah. So much waste, and they don't have any recycling in these places. And it's so depressing to me. Like every time I would go to the bathroom, I would like take a bunch of empties with me and like take it to the one recycling place I would find and just be like, I am helping, even though like the amount that I was recycling was maybe like 1% of everything that's getting trashed. But yeah, that was my first, my first real trade show. Sounds like a massive one too. It was, mm-hmm. yeah, I've never, never done one that big. It's huge. There's like many different areas of it. We were just in one hall and there was like four different halls that are just as big. Um, there was something really funny though. There was this one booth, I guess it's like a stain remover, like maybe a pet stain oh. remover. Oh. It's just called Urine Off. <laughs> And they must have been giving away like promotional samples. samples. And so all these people were walking around with these big boxes, these big purple boxes that just said urine off in like yellow. Oh, <laughs> And they were like these big boxes, like almost like a box of like laundry detergent that you get from Holy shit. like uh, Costco, mm-hmm. like really big. And it had just like handles on it. Like it was a rolly suitcase and it had wheels on it. Oh so people gosh. were dragging around these things. That just said urine off, and there's no photography allowed in like the in the trade show, and oh. I just I wanted wanted so badly to take photos of all these urine off boxes that everyone were like proudly toting around, like look at this free stuff I got. The free stuff is really weird. The culture of free stuff at trade shows, like you mm. see people walking away with things they'll never use, and also like people come there just for the free for stuff, stuff yeah. and then they go from booth to booth. Like just grabbing all the free bags and stuff. And then you're like, you have no intention of buying anything or mm-hmm. placing any orders. It's very strange. And then as as it was about to be torn down, there was this little girl with her mother. And she was just running around from booth to booth being like, I want this. I want that. I want this. And so the mom was going around like trying to buy all the stuff. And we're like, none of this is for sale. This is not like a retail. It's for so- other vendors type yeah. of thing. So they let the public in at some point? Yeah. Okay. I guess. I don't know. Sometimes I just like heard like one that I didn't have to go for to for work this week in Anaheim. There's a public day and it's the big one of the biggest trade shows in the world. And uh, I don't think there was public. I think it was just they do one day where they let people in. I'm like, that sounds like a nightmare. It's really expensive for them to get in. Like they'd have to really want to go and see like new products in the food industry and stuff. But some places. Yeah. Some places would like sell off their stuff, I think. But it's cheaper than shipping it back, but yeah. it's annoying. Mm. We used to have that in the trade shows that I do for the vitamin company I worked for. And this one mother would send her son around to beg. And then one day he's like, can I have this? And I'm like, no, like it's a sample of a sample, yeah, basically. Like you can't even I don't even that. know when it expires. Yeah. And he's oh. like, well, I have a YouTube channel and I could promote your products on YouTube. And so I just like looked him up on my phone. And I was like, no, he <laughs> can't. 
And I don't know. It's weird. Trade shows are weird too because there's people that work trade shows exclusively and you can see how like run down they get. Yeah. Eating on the road and stuff. And oh God, it I looks ate so hard. What did you have? filet of fish Yum. yeah it's the only thing i've ever had from mcdonald's and i had a salad and a smoothie smoothie does it taste just not like real things because yeah. i had a tim horton smoothie once and it was real weird it was oh strawberry banana yeah. but yeah just very cold and watery like it mm. didn't really taste like strawberry or banana it was oh, no. like and the color too i was like yeah these are not vibrant very old strawberry <laughs> like very dusty dull, yeah dusty rose sort of color yeah i think it like in those kind of situations every once in a while it's like the only thing to eat for me is a subway salad with no dressing mm. and all the subways vegetables don't taste like anything mm-hmm. it was a lot of um questionable eating but then like the company takes us out for dinner every night and we get to go oh to nice nice restaurants and have nice meals but it's also like my body is so like not used to that then that i'm like please no more nice meals like i can't Mm -hmm. handle because like i don't jay and i so rarely eat out like maybe on our anniversary or like if alicia gives us a nice gift certificate or you'll Uh get like sushi or something kind of lighter fair sushi i'm like my body's so used to sushi like Mm -hmm. it's not Smashed potatoes and fish and yeah, it's not very rich things. Yeah, and especially if you're traveling too, it's extra. You just really want to poo normally. (laughs) Good luck. I know it's Mm -hmm. the worst. I had to look up like yoga moves (laughs) to do like when you feel too full one night. Yeah, rolling around on my hotel room floor, having a hot bath, doing some twists. Yeah, I had to do that kind of recently. Um, I went to a. Austin, Texas was uh, one of my improv troops, Fistful of Kicks. Uh, we were part of a improv festival out there at the Hideout Theater. And they're uh, out there, they're known for their barbecues. So we yeah. had some of that and their tacos and had some of that. And that was really good. But just eating out there, everything kind of seemed like one color. <laughs> yeah. And just over the few days Brown. that we were there, it just <laughs> really was hard on my system. Yeah. And actually before our show, I got very sick. Oh, God. <laughs> and my dear friend Tia, uh, she's just like, well, we know Tia. <laughs> Please, you know, go. Uh, 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 I'm going to help you. I'm like, no, 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 no. She's like, I'm going to go to a pharmacy Walgreens. and I'll get you something. Just text me your symptoms because <laughs> another friend was there and then she was like I just didn't you know I, I want you to feel comfortable I'm like as soon as she was she I was like okay I guess thank you um she was out and I I just texted her I'm like yeah I feel like I'm on the edge of shitting my pants <laughs> <laughs> she's like oh emodium I'm like oh I carry it with me always had emodium but it's wow magical just life everything down um I, yeah, I carry with me, like, even if I don't need them, I carry with me all these different pills just in case. Like, I have Imodium, I have Naproxen, Tylenol, Advil, like, uh, Gravol, just Tums. Like, I carry it with me at all times because sometimes the person you're traveling with, like, gets something like that and they don't know it's so smart. how to deal with it because they haven't experienced it before. And there's sometimes just mm-hmm. nowhere around you to get anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're in the yeah. middle of nowhere. Or if they do have something that's, like, super expensive or, like, in a weird location. My favorite thing to do when I'm traveling for anything, but for work, I do this also when I visit uh, friends or family, is I go to, like, a natural grocery store and mm-hmm. stock up. Or that's before I leave this the city, like... Just so I'm not constantly eating things that I'm not sure. Yeah. But when I'm on the road, it's the all I can ever eat is like the steak. 
Mm. And so that's fine. But I feel very guilty because I uh, don't really want to eat like that every day. Mm-hmm. But it's also like mashed potatoes come with everything, which is great. Yeah. I I basically just like I ate so much risotto, like basically every meal I had was like mushroom risotto, like whatever it was. It's a vegetarian option. Yeah. Which like honestly having mushrooms every day like made me feel alive. So it was kind of nice. I love risotto, but it's the that's the exact thing. Like it's often the gluten free option and they often the non meat option and then. My body's like, you can have risotto once every six months. Yeah, like it's not <laughs> something you need to have five times a week. This has been <laughs> shit stories. <laughs> <laughs> um, my retail nightmare is food related as well. Um, so uh, every th- uh, six months, uh, my naturopath convinces me to give up a bunch of foods to see if I will feel better. So I'm doing that. And it's hard to eat no grains and no sugar and no legumes and no nuts. Oh, geez. Um, which is just where I'm at right now with it. And I can go to Whole Foods though and get lunch, but it's so expensive there. Mm-hmm. And often I don't feel like I'm getting my money's worth because like I'll get a piece of chicken, but I'm paying, you know, $7 for a tiny piece of chicken because it has a bone in it. Mm-hmm. So I've gamed the system. Finally, after like 15 years of shopping there, I figured it out. Whole Foods, if you're listening, don't listen. Turn your ears off. So this only works at the low heat one, though. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Burnaby location, if you get an entree with two sides, it's 10 or $12. Ooh. So you can get like a really nice piece of fish or chicken or whatever else. And then two huge salads on the side. Wow. Which is way better priced than the hot bar. That would be like $25. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Maybe not. But the way that I'm always so hungry, it, my hot bar food is always so expensive. So I'm so happy with my discovery that today on the way to the podcast, I left uh, home a little bit early to pick up some things and do some grocery shopping. I went to Whole Foods, which is not in my neighborhood anymore uh, because I moved. Not They didn't move. They're very successful and never have to leave. Um, <laughs> and so I, I was wandering around getting hungrier and hungrier. I ordered a smoothie, which was delicious. And um, Did you get the nutter. Oh, no, you can't have nuts. Oh, not yet. Fuck. Um, but soon, I hope. Uh, I got the green goodness, which is my one I make at home all the time. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, so I went to get the two, the entree and two sides. So I would have that for dinner after the podcast. And I'm so excited. And I look around and it's like not as good as the Burnaby Whole Foods. No, I don't mean to be mean. But there's not <laughs> as many like fresh salad-y things. It's more like noodle-y things and oh. mayonnaise-y things, which are delicious. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to get this special, please. And... It takes so long because she starts weighing stuff, which mm. they don't do in Burnaby. Oh. So she keeps taking a piece of chicken, weighing it, then putting it back, then taking another piece of chicken and weighing it and putting it back. And I'm like, wow. Where? She's like, I want to give a you the worst one. <laughs> much smaller bowl. Like usually it's this like nice platter and that's enough for two people for sure. Uh, so in the end, I end up with the same, I pay the same price as just $12, but it's so small. That's so strange that uh, they wouldn't have like a same all across the board. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Like for such a huge company like that. Yeah. Sorry. It makes me feel very sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. And then I got to the cash and I had a big thing of uh, spinach. And for some reason, I never do this. I looked at the best before date and it had already expired. Oh, I know. <laughs> and it's no one's fault at the cash, but it's pretty shitty Whole Foods that you've got expired stuff on your floor. Especially when there's like been all that yeah, all those like poisonings. Yeah, all that spinach and 
romaine and cucumbers and everything has been making yeah. people sick. And I would have gotten that home and then went to open it yesterday and it would have been all black and rotten. It was also <gasps> like really humid inside it. I hadn't noticed. It's the worst smell. Yeah. It's why I can't have spring mix. Yeah. Oh, mm. yeah. Because they're just, always like, going bad at different times. Like mm-hmm. So true. The red guy's always like, I'm going for it now. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and then everyone else is like, this is my time to shine. And yeah. Like, spinach what? is still clinging on, like looks yeah. really good. But I'm really then, bad. I like pick out all the bad stuff. I do that so too. But it's I just can't. like, life is too short, honestly. That's <laughs> just why I don't buy it. Like I stick to spinach or arugula to. for the box stuff. Mm. Or romaine is really Sorry. nice. And romaine's really nice in smoothies. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One last retail nightmare. I went to Purdy's last night to get Carb Face Podcast um, some Purdy's cream eggs to send them. Spoiler alert. Yeah, which will make me send this package. Uh, and I was really wanted some something sweet. And so I went over to the sugar-free chocolate section just hoping that they are something that I could eat. And then they finally started labeling the sugar-free chocolate as containing wheat, which explains how many stomach aches I used to get. <laughs> oh, man. And how many crazy toots I would have. <laughs> That sucks. You know, there's probably things in my diet I have to cut out, but I don't know yet. I've been meaning to visit a natural... How do you pronounce it? Naturopath? Naturopath. Sorry. (laughs) They'll definitely make you cut stuff out, and then maybe that's the answer. Maybe that's not the answer. I have a feeling, and I'm really scared and worried that I might be sensitive to soy. Oh, no. Yeah, it would cut off so much of the stuff that I cook and eat, and I don't know if I'm ready to face that truth. Yeah. I hope it's not that. I had a friend who was like, had been a vegetarian for like 20 years Mm -hmm. and then developed an allergy to soy. And so had to like completely change everything that she ate and like start eating meat again. And it was like, that's so traumatic. It was a whole life overhaul. But as soon as she stopped, she like got really healthy and it was actually kind of like amazing to see her transformation. Soy is like the number one allergy too. Really? Yeah. Oh. But I mean, like allergy, allergy, like you can just sometimes take something out of your diet and give your body a break mm-hmm. and then go back to eating it. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. happens too. Yeah. And just like everything in moderation. Like don't yeah, have it's a hard whole though. Like soy. if <laughs> soy sauce is a part of your diet and your mm-hmm. background. Mm-hmm. I right away was like, there's coconut aminos, which are terrible. <laughs> it's like soy sauce made out of coconut. Oh, oh. really? Yeah. It's quite sweet. Mm. But you can get it as a maybe stop gap. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we'll try that out. Thank you. Carly, you have another story for us? Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, well, you guys were talking about uh, trade shows before, and it reminded me of my old work. Um, so I used to uh, help develop slot machine games for this one company. <laughs> they were American, but they did have a Canadian like office. And uh, I had been working there for a while, and it got to a point where... Everybody would always talk about this huge convention that would happen every year in Las Vegas. SlotCon. Yeah. <laughs> SlotCon. <laughs> it was called G2E, but I can't remember what the two Gs stood for. Gaming something expo. Gamings to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very catchy. That's why they abbreviated it. And it was like the coolest thing that anybody ever talked about in the office that you could do if you had the opportunity to go to Vegas, be sent out to Vegas to go work at this expo because it was a major party and they would always, always yeah, go big. Kind <laughs> well, they, I remember. I remember one year they mentioned they had rented out the entire Pussycat Dolls Lounge. Oh. And just had bottle service. It was 
insane. I'm like, I've never experienced anything like that in my life. This costs so much money. Exactly. I'm like, where is this money coming from? <laughs> <Slot> machines. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like we're a pretty small company for the The house slot. always wins. <laughs> yeah. But, wow. Literally nothing cool has ever happened in Vegas, I don't think. I don't know. I've never been. And like, the only reason I would go is to eat. Like, there's nothing else for me there's there. There's a good tiki bar and there's a good comic shop. Is there a swimming pool? There's or tons two? of there's a lot I love swimming, swimming pools. Mm-hmm. But, like, but I don't know if you want to go swimming there because it's kind of like... Filled with cum? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah, it's like a very viscous <laughs> That's what chlorine's sort of for. It's like yeah. out there. Yeah, it just I, breaks down. Yeah. I did go to go out there, but not for the convention because that's when 2008 hit and it was... Mm. Uh, yeah, everything oh, yeah. went bad. Uh, the come uh, went the, bad. <laughs> the economy was just yes, going in the ground deep, deep, deep. Then, but um, so I'm, I I didn't get to go for that. But um, it seems so sad right now. It's <laughs> a hard time. I'll, I'll take you. Let's see how bad it is. <laughs> but I did get to go eventually. Yeah. Um. My my middle sister. She. Oh yeah. I guess that happened after her whole office got laid off. <laughs> Oh Yikes. my god! But I did get to go. Um, she brought me out there for her bachelorette. That wasn't a bachelorette. She didn't want to call it that. And she wasn't getting married. <laughs> she wasn't getting married. She was just like Carl's trip. Girl's trip. I heard Carl's trip, and I was like, "Who's Carl?" <laughs> it's Erla. Yeah, Earl. Earl. <laughs> Carl's trip. But it was a wild time. Um, <laughs> what happened out there? It stays in Vegas. You're not allowed to talk about it. (laughs) I guess not. But I might. (laughs) Why want to hear? I want to hear. Okay. Okay. So something weird happened at Hakkasan. Hakkasan is this really cool club, I guess. And we went to it. And Calvin Harris was DJing. No way. It was insane. I guess he had a contract there. Who's that? Some big DJ guy. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. He's worked with Rihanna. Yeah, I think yeah, I he's so. that's how I know who he okay. is. Yeah, because I know, you know a, everything about her. You might, I yeah, don't you actually might. know everything about Rihanna, but I'm willing to learn. <laughs> I have a story I can tell you that you probably don't know about. It's not very exciting. Okay, but yeah, we were at Hakkasan and we were dancing on the dance floor, and it was so weird. I don't know what was going on. My sister's friends were there, but one of the bouncers communicated to one of my sister's friends um, that there were some other. Asian gentleman there and she was asked do you speak Mandarin and she said yes so then we got invited into a private booth we did not talk to the men that were there but we got served champagne and then I was like why are we here and then I felt weird but eventually we just left so we drank their champagne <laughs> I'm like, what works. is going on right now? Yeah. I don't know. I got corralled into this situation. Somebody said yes. I did not. And yeah, that was a weird, weird time. I'm like, who are these dudes sitting behind me just <laughs> lurking? They were not. They didn't even look like they were enjoying their, themselves. Oh, yeah. This just, fun time party. So maybe they just wanted to be around beautiful women. Maybe. Who may, they had one a of them beautiful lady with them, a li- beautiful lady friend. I don't know. It just I feel like awful. so many people do that because they feel like that is what you need to do. You need to go there and like have a show of wealth by like getting the bottle service and having beautiful (laughs) women. But it's like, it doesn't look fun. Like you're just in this little like roped off area 
in your little zone where it's like it's going to be as fun as you make it, I guess, yourself. It's best for me to not be around anyone offering free drinks because I will not stop drinking. <laughs> yeah. Well, unless you've had so much food that you literally can't fit any. That's <laughs> true. That's what happens to me. But I think you played that right. I think Yeah, you, the leaving was probably good. Yeah, yeah, drinking that free champagne and getting the hell out of there mm-hmm. before it got even worse. In and out. <laughs> That's Bye. so strange. Yeah, very weird. Just a weird. shout out to champagne. Yeah, it's great. It's, oh, so delicious. <laughs> it's great, except... It's not easy to drink a ton of it because no, just one glass bubbles mm-hmm. gives you that so champagne crazy. bloat. I get that a uh, big headache right away when I drink it. Yeah. Same. Yeah, I yeah. think it's just the sugar and mm. what else. Definitely I don't understand how champagne's made exactly, but I imagine farts. it's farts. Mm-hmm. Right. Elves Thank you. fart into it. Little oh, fairies wow. and elves. Somebody sits on a toilet for really long reading a book, <laughs> and then that hemorrhoid <laughs> develops into a bottle of champagne, and they drink nothing but wine, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it comes out and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> they bottle it, put a cork in it. It's magical. Just a little elf toilet. <laughs> Gross. Um, I like it. Okay, so speaking of trade shows and everything, though, um, there was one cool new product that I checked out the booth of, and they're our new sponsor. Oh, really? Uh, it's Zamly. So I want to play the commercial for for you both and just hear what you think of, of Zamly. Hi, it's me, Samly. I live in your house. <laughs> okay, who are you? I'm a type of kitchen scoop. What's for lunch today? Well, I was hoping for a rotated fruit sandwich, but these grapes are being a real pain in the neck. Grapes are no problem for Samly. Amazing and terrific. Now, for dinner, I was thinking. I just need to take care of this mess first. See you later, Zamly. Pardon me, but I can clean too. I have a two-in-one functionality that lets me buff surfaces while I scoop your food. Wow, thanks, Zamly. Is this the casserole right here? You are 100% correct. It tastes beautiful. I wish every room in my mansion could have a kitchen scoop. Hey, welcome to the Zamly. I am immediately confused. <laughs> you don't what have a Zamly yet? What was that? At? I don't even know what the product is. It's a kitchen scoop. Yeah. Oh. It's an ambiguous product. Wow. <laughs> that- I was just so, so sucked into that catchy don 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 and the effects. Yeah, check out Zamly um, in another dimension if you want a <laughs> rotated fruit casserole or whatever. Um, a crew net casserole. Crew net casserole and a rotated fruit salad. salad? Speaking of grapes, though. Oh, yeah. Carla, mm-hmm. what's your favorite grape? Ah, what's your favorite grape?
Okay, well, this came on later in life because there are many grapes that you can have. And for a long time, I only knew a certain type of grapes. I only had the little measly grapes before. But, you know, eventually you get to a point where you're like, no, 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 I'm going to treat myself. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I'm finally going to buy the grapes I never was able to eat before. The really big <laughs> seedless green grapes. Oh, yeah. That are just amazing. <laughs> I cannot believe I missed out on these grapes for a majority of my life. I only had them for the first time maybe earlier this year. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Go out now to your grocery store. Get yourself one of those bags of big green seedless grapes because they are just just these beautiful orbs of juicy fruit. Like, can you believe that this thing was grown? It came from nature from a tiny, tiny ass seed and there's no seeds in it. Like, how do you even make such a perfect piece of fruit? That grows on a vine and they come in bunches. Like, I don't know how even I felt so lucky to even eat this because for a long time, my mom would always say, too expensive. And they are, they're very expensive. expensive yeah. It takes, I'm sure it takes a lot of care and effort to grow these immaculate, perfect grapes. I don't even know the, the type. I think they have a a uh, specific skew number like they're just ah <laughs> oh, magnificent wow i think that's like the most impassioned monologue i've ever heard <laughs> i would grapes. highly recommend bringing that to life on stage yeah oh. yeah yeah <laughs> maybe at the hero show or something <laughs> just like lady who really likes grapes <laughs> that's amazing um you're you like made my mouth water just describing that oh yeah, I could just like picture eating one of those. You can use a Zamily to scoop up <laughs> these wonderful grapes now, scoop today. Scoop them right into my mouth. Yes, shovel them right in. And then I'll sit on the toilet and turn it into champagne. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. Oh, wow. That's yeah. not You guys should go into yeah. business together. Yeah. yeah. Just get like a little funnel. <laughs> funnel and a, I don't know, like a little strainer. <laughs> Definitely a strainer. A little sieve. Gross. Gross. <laughs> Alicia, do you, your favorite grape season is still off? No, but I've had a grape. Uh, I've been eating a lot of grapes recently. Huh? At Canada Superstore, which is near where I work, um, there's something called a party tray, but I buy it for myself to eat at my desk, and it's just grapes and cubes of cheese. Ooh, <laughs> that sounds great. It's so nice. Wow. It's very good value, and yeah, it's just such like, a good value. But I laughed yesterday. I didn't realize, like, I made a special stop on the way to work to get fruit and the cheese party, the cheese thing. And some new underpants and a nightie because it's a Canadian superstore. That's what I walked out of with the store at 8 a.m. I'm like, well, I have three new underpants, some new pajamas, and some grapes and some trees and some raspberries. Mm. It's a great nice, place to shop. Yeah, it's nice treating yourself. I bought myself new pajamas when I was in Chicago and they were really nice. They're from Uniqlo and I put them on and they smelled like maple syrup. And oh. it was like a very soothing, nice smell. Oh, nice. Um, also, while I was in Chicago, I tried. I went to a very nice um, Mediterranean restaurant called mm. Ema, which if you're there and someone else is paying for the meal, I recommend it. Um, try the risotto. <laughs> it's good. Um, but there I had I had a dessert and it was like a honey pie that had roasted grapes 
as part of it. And I was, me. it was really good. That sounds so good. Was, like, how do they, how do they keep, uh, they roast the grapes. So what, what is the texture? They honestly, like, they don't look good. They look just kind of <laughs> like old grapes, but it's kind of like a nice warm. It's like if you put. Um, it must be really nice with the honey. Yeah, it was, it was very good. Um, if you put like pineapple or watermelon on a barbecue or something like that, it just sort of like makes it somehow even more juicier. It sort of like bakes in the sugars and the juice. Wow. It's really good. And, but they kept it on the vine. So it was just like a little bunch of oh. grapes that had been like. How beautiful. Roasted. It's a really good grape. It was really good. And also the honey pie had like some sesame seeds on it, which mm. normally I wouldn't like, but it went really well oh, with that's it. that's right. Yeah. So check it out. Good restaurant. That's my new favorite grape. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Well, it's time for Puppo of the Week. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Carla, who's your Puppo? Oh, my Puppo. Okay. So when I was away in Austin uh, at one of the improv events, it was, uh, there was a, at the very end of the festival, there was a house party. And at the house party, um, there was a beautiful miniature. Uh, Australian Shepherd, I believe, oh. what it was called. You know, those piercing white blue eyes yeah. and a uh, beautiful coat. And it was so cute and smart. Her name was Tuesday. Oh. I loved it. So, I was like, who's the best day of the week? Who's the best day of the week? You're so cute. She was so, she was so smart. <laughs> so the sad news. Oh, I'm sorry. But I, I really want to dedicate this time to Tuesday because I found out after our trip that she had passed away. Oh, no. R.I.P. Tuesday. Yeah, R.I.P. Tuesday. So this one's for you, Tuesday. Oh, no. She's pouring wine out all over the couch. (laughs) Oh, no. That's her favorite couch. It's probably going to make it cleaner, honestly. Oh, that's a good memorial, It's They don't live long enough. It's Mm -hmm. honestly the worst. Your relationship was very short-lived. Very short. I only knew her for a few hours. No, I wake up every day and wonder, like, how much more time do I have with this amazing animal? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I also have a cat. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's your cat's name? uh, Pico. Yeah, she's really cute. Tabby. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah. I always feel weird. I'm like, hey, she's a rescue. <laughs> but she, yeah, she's a rescue. Actually, um, my friend Dusty, uh, he works out close to where I am. He's a hay farmer. And a lot of people, I don't know, I guess this is a thing that they do. A lot of people drop off their cats at his farm. Because right. they just think they, you they, need another barn yeah, cat. exactly. And it's awful. And she got locked into one of the weird rooms i don't know in one of a sh- in a shed or a barn or something and she was trapped in there and nobody knew so she almost starved to death Aww. luckily she was discovered in time by my friend dusty aka smudge um, <laughs> and uh he took her in no like he, he noticed her behavior wasn't like any other farm cat he knew it wasn't like a kitten or anything but she was a kitten and he took her in and she he got her health back up and posted her a picture online and then I saw her picture and I I was very much more a dog person at the time. Um, I had a cat growing up, um, but it was an asshole. <laughs> it happens. And, and uh, yeah, and I just saw her picture and there was something about her. And I was like, I need to meet this wonderful cat. And um, yeah, we made the decision to adopt her. And now she's a really awesome part of her family. She came 
Uh, I came home from work that day. Uh, my boyfriend, Dave, had brought her home, had like everything set up, her litter box, everything. And she was just wandering around in our place. And then we both sat down on the couch. And then she slowly, but she, she made her way and she hopped up right in between us and curled up. Ah! And that was just like, oh, we died. Of course. That's yeah. So sweet. I'm like, oh, welcome home. Magical Pico. Yeah. Oh, sweet. What a great cat. Mm-hmm. Um, my pop of the week was a fleeting, amazing moment, but it was a dog. Um, who it was a sort of a younger dog. I can tell, I could tell it was like part beagle. And I, I was crossing the street. It was a day that I had, it was like technically a day off, but it wasn't really a day off. Like I had to go to stores that carried our products and see how they were merchandised, but it was still kind of fun. Like I got to buy some stuff. Um, but there was this cute dog and I was across the street and I like asked my boss if we could cross the street to meet this dog because the guy was just standing with the dog and I saw it was like getting really excited to meet some other people and they were petting it and I was like, we can pet this dog and I'm like going to take my glove off even though it's like minus 20 and I right. still want to pet it. And so the guy who had the dog was on his phone or was like trying to make a call and I was like, can I pet your dog? And he, and he sort of like was sort of a bit taken aback by that. But then he was like, yeah, of course. And I was like, what's your dog's name? And he was like, um, Kermit. And I was like, cool. That's like such a good name for a dog. And while I was petting the dog and he was so excited and his tail was wagging, he was sort of jumping up. He was not a puppy, but sort of like a young dog. And so the guy gets on the phone and he goes, he was talking to his friend. He just goes, yeah, so I just adopted this dog. And so like, this was a brand new relationship, this man and this dog. And he was like, yeah, he's part beagle, part foxhound. And Whoa. yeah. And he was just like, yeah, I don't like really. I yeah, it just sort of took me by surprise, too. But like I saw him and had to have and I was just like, this is amazing. And like my boss and I are like looking at each other being like, ah. so I saw like the very beginning of like a best friendship. And it was Aww. very cute. And the dog was so friendly and like very licky and very cute. Little so, Kermie. Little Kermie. Like, such a good name for a dog. Mm-hmm. Kermit. Like, and he he really was a Kermit. <laughs> like, he was a little... Hopping around. <laughs> he was a little, like, goofy Muppety. So, yeah. It was pretty great. And as soon as it happened, I was like, this is total Puppo of the Week material. Like, it was mm. just so... The reason I realized why, like, afterwards, he looked kind of, like, taken aback when I was like, can I pet your dog? Because it was like probably the first time someone has referred to the dog as like your dog and actually asked him. And I was like, wow, he's got to get ready for this because like so many people are going to ask to pet this dog and he's going to meet a lot of people Mm. and a lot of ladies because he's a very cute dog. And he's like a young dude. So that's my papo. Who's your papo? Got three papos. Oh, shit. Grandpa Shemka. Oh, yeah. Love that dog. He's papo of my heart. Such a great dog. Uh, he's getting really long in the tooth. I love him so much. Um, then there's a puppo that was walking past the house. It was a weird week. Um, two people asked me if I wanted to adopt a dog separately. Ooh. And of course, I am in no position to have another pet. Mm. Um, and maybe would be something I consider in the long run, mm-hmm. but can't imagine it. Are these people that you know or just like strangers? One of them is somebody I know through the internet, but the first person, it was just like a very casual thing. It was really lovely. I got out of the house and it's so rare that I don't have the dog and I've been taking the bus to work like a normal human being as opposed to taking cabs, which I did all winter a lot. Um, There's this beautiful dog, some sort of, I'm guessing like a lab pit bull mix and he had a deformed front paw. So right away I was like 
brought me back to the time of that dog I wanted to adopt that had a bad front paw. Mm -hmm. I think it's the same problem that that dog had too. And if he had his leg amputated, he would be better. Yeah. But it was this lovely man and he lives in the neighborhood. I've never noticed him before, but he's just fostering the dog with his uh, wife or his partner. And he's just such a beautiful black and white dog with this like limp front leg limp. I don't even remember what his name was. He was so soft. And it's so nice to get to pet a dog when Hank's not around because Hank is always like nervous. He's like, but that's, uh, we're not, did you just, are you leaving me? Yeah. Like he's like, <laughs> we're the same animal uh, in so many ways. Um, the, uh, and then my pup of the week is Hank. Like I feel so yes. lucky to have him. Uh, I'm very lucky um, and privileged to have a pet. So. Hank is the best. He's a great guy. Every time I see a post of Hank, I die. <laughs> and you've met and him because he to went meet, to the comedy yeah, show. I got to meet Hank in real life. It was just, wow. <laughs> that, oh, that was the best. Meeting Hank, what a treat. You know, Hank is exactly how you would imagine Hank would be. Oh, just so full of love and curls and cuteness <laughs> and sweetness just the perfect mix and just you just want to scoop him up and love him forever you oh, yeah. what a great dog he's like really into being held now it's like nice he, yeah like he he wants to be held sometimes yeah but he's a really snuggly dog mm. yeah. like he like this morning i wasn't feeling that great I find like Fridays are hitting me so hard the past couple of years. Like I can't, I went out for dinner and then by the time I got home and walked the dog, I was done and it was like 8.15. I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> so he gets a walk and like when we go to bed, he is just, he he knows like, he's like, oh, I'm going to be here for a while and he's very snuggly and very sweet, but he's go, he's goes all the time when he's not sleeping. And except for now he puts himself to bed. Sometimes it's so cute. I just imagine mm -hmm. him like rolling himself up and like a burrito. himself in with a blanket. He did something so cute today. Like it's the last bit of snow. We had snow in March, which is really mm -hmm. weird for the listener. We've had a very strange last month or so weather-wise. Mm -hmm. And he loves snow. Uh, enough that makes me think that we could move back to an eastern province and survive. <laughs> he would at least. And so as, as if he was saying goodbye to it today, he was just... You know, dogs roll in like bad smells. Mm -hmm, yeah. He was doing that, but there's no bad smell. It was just the snow. Aww. He was just pressing his cheek against the snow and then doing Aww. his other cheek, like as if to cool off or something. Yeah. Wow. So cute. Anyways, this has been Retail Nightmares. Carla, if people want to see you perform, <gasps> if they want to follow you online, oh tell us how. Okay. There are a couple of ways you can uh, follow uh, me and see what I'm up to. I post weekly on my uh, comedy duo page, uh, Carmela Duo. So if you want to follow us on Facebook, that's facebook.com slash Carmela, C-A-R-M-E-L-A-H-H-H duo, D-U-O. <laughs> um, yeah, I post a weekly schedule of what uh, myself and my beautiful partner, uh, Raquel Balmonte, is up to. Uh, different shows all the time. And um, you can follow me personally on Twitter, Instagram, wherever else soundcloud i guess <laughs> <laughs> at carmody it's c-a-r-m-a-h-d-e-e -E. and then um other than that i have a show upcoming this sunday tomorrow at 9 p.m if you manage to listen to this episode before then no. i don't know <laughs> uh, but anyways i uh, uh part of a troop called fistful of kicks uh we do an improvised uh anime episode you don't know you don't need to like anime to oh enjoy God. 
enjoy it. It's super awesome. We do stunt fighting. I have not done the stunt fighting in a little while because I accidentally sprained my ankle doing not a complicated stunt move. (laughs) (laughs) I just kind of hopped up and down. I sprained my ankle. (laughs) Like just on uneven concrete. Like you guys are getting older. Got my brace, my brace on. Oh, it was a freakish thing though. Like I couldn't walk. Oh no. And then I got on the plane and I got off the plane and I could walk. So best is best. Jesus healed me in the sky. (laughs) That lady reading those books every day. Jesus was flying that plane. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why the pilot didn't come on to make any announcements. Oh, whoa. because uh, so busy know. taking care of like lambs. Well, you guys take care of your ankles, okay? Thank yeah. you. It feels okay now, Jessica. What, what are you gonna pump? I'm gonna pump up the jams. Yes, pump it up. Oh, pump it up. Um, what do I have to plug? Ooh, uh, listen to Mr. Merlot and garbage dreams and energy slime and jay arner because we will have some shows in the future but i don't think we have anything uh that i can talk about yet if you want to buy a tote bag you can go to retailnightmares.bigcartel.com and i will mail it to you too well it's really exciting i live a block away from a post office and if you want to donate to our patreon you can do that too at patreon.com slash retail nightmares do it please yeah you can get like so much stuff like all the songs Mm -hmm. everything uh coming up soon we're gonna have the final installment of reverie of the bard uh jay's written a play is this the fourth part or the fifth fifth? wow final fifth and final i'm sad to see it go i've read it and let me say like it is his masterwork it is quite amazing Oh. So Jay is our silent Jay. Yeah. <laughs> so much better than silent Jay though. Um, Alicia, what do you have coming up? Come draw with me on March 23rd. It's the late show. It's almost sold out. Um, then there's another one, April, I think it's 19th. Chris Benson, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I always mess up when we're booked. Um, my book will be coming out in September, so please buy it. Yes. Um, so somebody offers me a second book. Uh, it's it. important for you to buy it. If you listen to this podcast, buy a tote bag and and in September, buy my book. You um, can put the book inside the tote bag and you can tote it from one location to another and mm-hmm. then read it Wait, to make what, yourself. What's the name of the book? So you're a little sad, so what? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Thanks. The cover's going to be really cute. I saw the illustration that Oliver from Arsenal Press made. It's really beautiful. Mm. I believe past guest Sonara had a little bit of a say in it. Oh, nice. It's great. Um, yeah. So be good to people. It's tough times out there. Mm-hmm. And uh, whatever you can do to be kind makes a difference. But also set up boundaries. Mm-hmm. Set up boundaries. <laughs> yes. All right. That's my advice for the week. <laughs> set up boundaries. <laughs> Uh, and thank you to Jessica. She f- bought my favorite socks for me when she's in Chicago. I've got so Aww. many new pairs of socks. They're oh, so hard such to a find. Gift. Yeah, she's really good at gift giving. Um, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Please come back. <gasps> yes. Thank you for having me. And this yes, I will happily come so- back whenever, all the time. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you for loving grapes so much. Yeah, that was beautiful. It was my. I started to tear up. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Just been crying out of this one ear consistently. Ear? ear? Oh, no, I'm sick. Because I'm Earla. Earla. <laughs> we love you, Earla. <laughs> Bye. Bye.